live from San Antonio, Texas. Hey. Here we are, um, down in the Lone Star State, my state of birth, um, doing a very special crossover promotion event with several, several reparable uh, companies. Absolutely. And um, so let's get ready to do this. Let's fuck this fucking goose. <laughs> this fucking goose. Here we this go. This fucking goose. Welcome to the smoke pit. A again. So we uh, flew down from Virginia to uh, San Antonio, Texas, mm-hmm. and we uh, got down here, and uh, EP Mike um, cock blocked us with this cute TSA girl. Yeah. Well, you. Um, I I would have closed, but whatever. Yeah, I I, I doubt that. Um, you know, she said she uh she was into guys that weren't full of themselves. And uh, smelled like Doritos. She sounds like a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> like Scarface. <Yeah. laughs> lesbian. That's like literally his response when he got shot down. Mm-hmm. How, how did things go for that guy? Uh, the way I remember it, he... He was a rat fuck. That's what it was. <laughs> Is that what you wanted? <laughs> I don't know what you were going for. Yeah, the, the old rope-a-dope. That's right. Walk right into that one. <laughs> no, but... um. Not, not, not that, you know, I was, was trying to close or anything, but she, you know, she was pretty cute. Mm-hmm. And um, EP Mike came over and started talking about, like, his uh, acid reflux or yeah. his GERD or GERD. something. That's so funny. You know, just let out a huge fart. And, like, really, dude? Like, <laughs> Boy, boom. my GERD is sure acting up. Bwam. <laughs> Bwam. <laughs> and she's like, oh, wow, but, like, El Guapo, you're still so charming yeah. that I think I can pursue through this. <sighs> and then he was just like, oh, man, my hemorrhoids. <laughs> she's a flaring. <laughs> My dogs are barking. <laughs> Old faithful. Anytime the temperature drops under 97. I'm going to need one of those carts, ma'am, <laughs> to get me to my gate. <laughs> Just to carry my hemorrhoid in. I need one of those baskets. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but, but but speaking of which, mm-hmm. um, didn't uh, didn't you have a, an adventurous weekend? Oh, you talk with me and EP Mike? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because oh. it was his birthday before i get too chipper and tell this tale again (laughs) um yeah we recorded a show last night and i'm telling the story again so it's not gonna be as enthusiastic as it was before but i'll I'll see what i can do oh why are we recording the show again oh i don't know ep mike you're right next to us you want do you want to say why my computer's retarded okay oh my god can't accept anything can't ever accept accountability jesus christ so anyway if the audio sounds different i hit on this last show again uh, we're really blah, we are literally recording from a house in san antonio yeah we rented a uh, very large ranch style uh texas home it's super nice um i'm looking around and i either see the word texas or the <laughs> shape of texas yeah. no less and this is no exaggeration mm-hmm. uh seven times yeah. just from where i'm sitting yeah. in the living room oh for sure um Either the outline or something, you know, that says Texas on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or uh, <laughs> you can see a, the word Texas painted <laughs> with the Texas flag outside graf- through the window. Yeah, there's graffiti on their own fence that they themselves did. Yeah. So that way they could see. It's not like <laughs> they go outside to smoke. They're like, all right, we are in Texas. It's right. Yeah. But, you know, the, the home is very nice. It is very nice. I've, uh, I've noticed that, you know, like traveling in your early 20s, it's like, all right, let's get this Roach Motel. That we spent twenty bucks a night on. I still like that. But like the thing is, is you out of like twenty three, uh, twenty four hours, you only spend twenty three hours, um, on the town, and like maybe like one hour like power napping or banging some stripper right. in, in your hotel room. Right. But as like when you get to your thirties, you get like a really nice villa or ranch <laughs> or Airbnb. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you spend like the majority of your time like 
enjoying the accommodations. Like, oh, this bed is so nice, or the shower is so dope. The first thing <laughs> I, I noticed was um, there's a Keurig, but no K cups. I'm like, what kind of butt fuck service? <laughs> yeah, like there's literally a pinball machine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like as you get older, you uh, you kind of gravitate more towards the comforts mm-hmm. of the place you're staying versus the shenanigans of the location you're at. I will say that uh, I'm kind of peeved because you guys walked in the house first and claimed the rooms, so like with a master like beds um, and stuff, and I slept on a twin bed. <laughs> okay, do we really want to get into that? Because there was a reason. <laughs> well, first off, no, that reason is shit. That's a shit reason. Okay. Yeah. Re- really? Yes. Re- yeah. Really? Yes, it is. Yeah. Really? Your math doesn't add up. <sighs> We can go in, we can do, this can go from a drinking story show to a debate show real fucking quick. All right, let's fucking do it. <laughs> Round one. Okay, let's go. So there uh, was three bedrooms mm-hmm. and uh, two, three large couches in here. So plenty of room for people to sleep. Um, a, uh, a young lady, friend of ours, uh, she wanted to come hang out with us because mm-hmm. we're in town. And so we get here, and as soon as we get here, I immediately throw EP Mike into one of the rooms, mm-hmm. um, and then I immediately claim the uh, the the master room mm-hmm. because I'm a big dude, it's the biggest bed, <laughs> the biggest the shower. Ma- I'm the master. Yeah, like it's you know it's it's just it's science. Yeah, yeah. Purposefully leaving him and the attractive young lady in the one room that had two beds, so it would be forced to cohabitate and perform coitus. <laughs> you feel like if you put two people in the room, like we're just gonna mate. She's great. I didn't want to hook up with her. Yeah, with you, that's kind of like a thing. <laughs> what? Like, if you're alone in a room with any fat chick for more than 12 seconds. Oh, my seconds, God. Like, I already did my spiel on the last episode, how I'm embellished version myself on the show, and yet <laughs> you keep recreating it. Yeah, well, the, 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 you know, we can't punish the audience for not hearing that. That's true. That's a good yeah. point. So, I feel like I'm being attacked, and all <laughs> I tried to do was put you alone in a room with an attractive woman. All I needed was the last thing I wanted. <laughs> Sitting alone in a room. With a hot blonde chick. <laughs> Shout out at AA. Ashley yeah. Alexandria. Yep. But, and, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, but like I feel if that's what qualifies as a bad friend, then you know, guilty as charged. Let's, okay, don't play the victim in this. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's, yeah, I'm not EP Mike. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I appreciate the hookup, yeah. but it wasn't. It just wasn't gonna happen. She's she's great. She's cute and everything. I just mm-hmm. I didn't feel like picking up. I was so dog tired when we got here anyway. And plus, I mean, she was, you're getting old, man. Shit, I swear to God. You know the hair's thinning, the temples are graying. I like, swear to God. It's all right. I've been there, dude. I'm blazing the trail. I got a few years on you. Yeah, I, will walk, many, but... I will walk off the show right now. <laughs> we'll walk into my twin bed and pout. <laughs> Your trailer. This is my trailer. I'll be in my trailer. No, I mean, I again, I do appreciate it, but that was never. It was never the plan. She, she just happened to be hanging out with us. But in your mind, in Dan's mind, it's yeah. like, if I put Mike in a room with somebody, he's going to have sex with it. Yeah, because it's just you're, not, you're it's, an animal. It's like, just, what are you talking about? Would you like to defend this embellished version of yourself that you did last show? I, you know what? I'm going to because, okay. well, it's. I think the Drinking Bros episode drops today, so it's going to be a bad look. <laughs> <laughs> but So when I get on air, it, it is funny to play like an over-sexed, hyped-up version of myself because it's good for it's good for the show. It is. But at and the it's end also of the, therapeutic for him to be honest with I who he is. I swear to God. But at the end of the day, those who actually know me know I sit in my apartment, order DoorDash, and, you know, fucking fist my own butt. I don't do anything all day. So The lies. Oh, my God. <laughs> you act like I just have DoorDash girls come over and... It's, you know, it's case just, in it's point, not, it's not case true. in point, we were laughing about this yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh, a f- like maybe a week or two ago. Oh, maybe, God. Let me, let me pull it up here. 
uh, a week or two ago, <laughs> mm-hmm. I posted a meme about um, like her. Did you pull out him? And then it's just like this picture of like a guy with like a real guilty looking face, but he's right, right. he's in boot camp with some boots. They're probably mm-hmm. getting yelled at, and mm-hmm. so he's got like a camo paint and a helmet and whatever. And it's like you know you pulled out right, and then him like oh yeah yeah. And then like I tapped on the people who like it, no less than four girls that I know personally that he's cream pie. Oh my like god. That meme. <laughs> No less than four. And I that's you know out of the let's see here, out of the nine thousand one hundred and ninety likes that mm-hmm. that meme got, I'm counting Oh Jesus Christ. Two, three, four four girls and one guy that I know is cream pie. See, embellished. Everything's embellished. No, but real talk, at least four girls. Okay, and that's whatever. not even me scrolling all the way through all nine <laughs> that was just the ones that came to the top. So I, I understand that it's not like uh, an assembly line, sure, sure. Where like girls are just like put down on like the the runway, right, right, and like just like lowered by a ma- machine onto your penis to be filled. I am telling you, it's it, my sex life is not that happening. It's just not. How many girls you been with <laughs> today? <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> See, Because the answer is zero. You look ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you have egg on your face. That's right. Yeah. So. And and um, we uh, we we talked about that on uh, on the different shows that we're at. I don't think we covered that yet. We came down to Texas to uh, hang out with Grunt Style. Mm-hmm. Uh, EP Mike set that up with one of his contacts. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, we did their short term radio yep. and their podcast. We're about actually to leave here after the show to go do, <coughs> go do a sketch with them. Yep. And then yesterday we did the uh, the Drinking Bros podcast mm-hmm. with uh, Dan Holloway, Jared Taylor. Uh, the uh, Black Rifle Coffee Group. Yeah. That was super cool walking yeah. into the uh, the Black Rifle Coffee like uh, headquarters. And one of their brewmasters was yeah. like, would you like a cup of coffee yeah. that I am going to personally brew you in our <laughs> laboratory? Yeah. yeah. And like it was probably one of the better cups of coffees that I have. Yeah, man. The only thing that kept it from being the best cup of coffee that I've ever had mm-hmm. was the fact that I wasn't like dog tired watching the sunrise in Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, because sometimes the environment, uh, you know, also has a... A bit to play in it like i was comfortable i was safe you mm-hmm. know like i was relatively awake the room temperature was good there was no threat of danger uh so one of the few times i ever drink coffee black because like it just honestly didn't need it like yeah. i had a literal brewmaster make one cup not like a huge vat yeah that's right <laughs> it was kind of like me when i was making like my one single serving of instant folger coffee from an mre in a hot beverage bag <laughs> oh my god so once i'm, I'm in afghanistan and mm-hmm. we're on uh, an lpop uh, listening point observation point there's uh, four Marines and, like, four Afghan soldiers, and we're in this, like, tiny little fucking bunker on the edge of a wadi um, and staying in Afghanistan. And we're doing uh, four on, four off for about two weeks. Okay. And if you've never done something like that, it is god-awful miserable. Yeah. Never being able to get more than a few hours of sleep because, you know, once you get off, it's not like immediately you fall asleep. Like, you got to, like, shit, shower, shave, clean your weapon, weapons maintenance as a squad leader. You don't have to do reports. And then, you know, you have to wake up 15 minutes prior to put mm-hmm. your gear on. So you're never really getting, you know, that's all, even if you were to fall asleep instantly. And that's not like including like jacking off or like writing letters mm-hmm. or, you know, prepping UGREs or whatever. All right. And so, you know, you're only getting like three hours of sleep at a time. And then like during the daytime, like it's hard to sleep, you know, and like if there's IEDs going off or firefights or fucking, you know, shit's happening or they want weapons counts. It's just miserable. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there. It's like fucking my shift starts at like 3 a.m. or something goofy. And I'm like, all right, the sun's going to come up uh, right before 6 a.m. I got right. this one thing of fucking Folgers for my MRE. I'm going to save it till then. Mm-hmm. Like all I want to do is like as soon as the com- sun comes up and like we're past stand, stand two, you know, mm-hmm. like the danger twilight hour, 
then I'm going to make this cup of coffee and life's going to be good. <laughs> like, this is my only goal in life at this point. Right, I'm right. not thinking four months down the road when I'm, you know, coming home and making love. Like, all I want <laughs> is this fucking cup of coffee. For sure. And so, um, you know, the sun comes up and I'm like, all right, cool. And so I'm making the cup of coffee. I, um, you know, I heat the water in the beverage bag. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, uh, I take the coffee, I put it in. I take the uh, non-dairy creamer powder and I put it in. And then I take what I thought was the sugar and put it in. Yeah. It was the salt. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I take one big swig of that fucking ah. thing of coffee and immediately fucking upchuck everything that's in my stomach. Oh, my bile God. Bile included. Oh. And it's just like the one fucking little the little fucking crumb that I had to sustain myself. That's you know, horrible. Um, for my morale and my mental health, <laughs> like, betrayed me viciously. Of course. That, you know. That Lion King moment was ruined. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Ah, uh, Savet and blah. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. Simba, like, Dad, you got to get up. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see that in high definition. No shit. Thanks, Disney. Fuck you, Disney. Belly full of fucking white dog shit salt. Exactly. (laughs) Will Smith's a genie. Nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, and so it was just like super fucking disappointed. Yeah. But anyway, so the the Black Rifle Coffee guys hand me this cup of coffee. (laughs) It was really fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. One of the guys made me Americano. It was fantastic. Yeah. Um, and they were so, super receptive, super nice guys. Yeah, and it was it was kind of different because you you never, you never really know like what somebody's gonna be like, and like uh, we got down to grunt style, and it was like a totally different vibe than I expected. Yeah, same. Um, they've you know they you know we're talking to the leadership there, and they've switched out a lot of personnel. They're like you know it's not the same old grunt style. Mm-hmm. Like you know we're we're getting back to our you know the the way things used to be. We're not as worried about sponsors and you know the bottom line. Like we just want to take care of the veteran community. And I was right. like, all right, I respect that. Fuck yeah. Then not to mention, like, we showed up there, and there was a fucking Lamborghini. And a Ducati, yeah. And a Ducati. <laughs> and, like, it wasn't even there. It's just not like they paid for it. Like, some dude was just like, yeah, Grunt Style's dope. Do you want to borrow my Lamborghini? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, and so they're like, do you want to go for a ride in a Lamborghini? And I was like, fuck yes. As a matter of fact, I fucking do. <laughs> yeah, so me and fucking Mike, we, we um, took turns getting in the Lambo. And uh, for legal purposes, we can't say how fast we were going. But I can assure you. Cooking. Uh, the mile per hours were equivalent to the same number of girls that Mike bangs per quarter. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it was 300 miles an hour. <laughs> See, embellished. <laughs> embellished numbers. <laughs> oh, somewhere in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> Yeah, my pit, my head definitely got pinned in the back of the seat. Yeah, it was, it, like the thing is, is like I remember the one time in my life that I've ever been in, like a super fast car. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember that happening in like the whiplash. Yeah. So like as soon as I got in, I like buried my head in the back <laughs> of the seat, and because I kind of have like a fucked up curve. Yeah. Like the the curve that's supposed to be at the top of my spine isn't there from you know twelve years of wearing a Kevlar in a pack. That makes sense. Yeah. Not service related. No, literally. <laughs> oh God. You know this isn't my first time in San Antonio. Oh my God. I spent uh, two months here in the Wounded Warriors doing a uh, hyperbaric chamber treatment for That's traumatic right. brain injury yeah. and the va rated me a zero <laughs> can you believe that I, I can only because it's such a flawed system i and you know to, to play devil's advocate mm-hmm. uh, which i try to do with most things because sure. if all you ever do is consider your side of the story then you're really living a narrow experience and you should maybe fix yourself <laughs> or correct yourself there it is you didn't say it last time um Man, we didn't get. We, maybe it's a good thing the episode got deleted. I just feel like we covered a lot, and but whatever, it's fine. Yeah. I'm gonna grab another beer. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, he runs off. <laughs> yeah, this uh, bear with us this week because we're out of the studio trying to to network to do more stuff. But yeah, and so like um, I was here for you know two months and they rated it a zero and I was like, 
man, like the only devil advocacy, like uh, saving grace that I could think was that just like my brain was so powerful that even after being damaged, they looked <laughs> yeah. at it and was just like, this is a grunt's brain. Yeah. Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> yeah. Like, like God had to, uh, had to nerf me because I was too powerful. That's right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, so this is this isn't my first time here, but we yeah. um you know, we had a you know, fantastic time at yeah. Gunsal. We did their uh, short term radio. Mm-hmm. Check that out if you haven't. Um, you can check out hashtag Geed like a G E A D go eat a dick. Yeah, that's a uh, big was, thing they're pushing. Yeah, big thing they're pushing. And then we went and did the drunk uh, drinking bros podcast, mm-hmm. which was uh, super cool too. Yeah, no, I had a great time. Um, those guys, like I said, super warm, receptive, super nice. Um. And again, if you do check out that episode, embellished version myself. <laughs> yet again, I think I said cream pie more times on that show than I ever in my life. <laughs> See that that's what that's what happens, you know. Like he got he got a he finally got a taste of the sweet life. <laughs> and, and all he, he could think about is cream pie. And all he could think about was cream Jesus pie. Jesus Christ, you know. <laughs> you want to hear the sound of freedom? That's it. My dad makes that joke. Oh yeah. What's up, Carl? <laughs> he doesn't listen. <laughs> Not yet, at least. That's right. Your mom's going to be like, Carl! Carl! Get uh, off the su- toilet. Assuming your parents are still together. They are, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, super How do you love. think they made that work? Honestly, man, I'm going to talk about my parents. Uh, my parents, like, they met in the Air Force. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a super smoke pit fucking related topic. Well, okay, fair enough. Like, there's not <laughs> Just... a single person in the military <laughs> whose parents were also in the military. Right. They didn't immediately mention it. All right, that's fair. Yeah, well, they were in the Air Force back when that meant something. And uh, <laughs> so my mom was 21 and my dad was 30 when they, you know, got pregnant with me and got married. So Latinization. Exactly. That's why she got out. <laughs> and uh, um, he stayed in a little bit longer, but then eventually, you know, he had four kids total, you know, living with them and they moved to Indiana. And so is that where you get it from? Yeah. And um, we, uh, yeah, it's just they've been together and they're still super in love. It's disgusting. I, yeah. I don't like looking at it. <laughs> Especially being so cold. And yeah, bloated. I'm just so dead inside. And yeah. every time I go home, it's like they're always happy to see me. And then they're just all over each other. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to the grossest bar I can find. You're like, get a room. Yeah. And they're like, oh, did you want another sibling? Like, <laughs> get a room. Which one? This is our house, yeah. motherfucker. You just jump through the window. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, I'm going to a bar. Yeah, no. Uh, they're, they're like really glad we invested in that sugar glass. You know, yeah. like he really hurt himself the last time. Boy, our kids are dumb. That's how much they love you. That's right. Yeah, no, great people. Carl and Tina. As for me, I've had several different last names because I kept getting adopted mm-hmm. because nobody loved me. Yeah. Well, do you want to go into that or no, not at all? <laughs> okay, fair enough. No, just wanted a little bit of sympathy from the from the listeners. You get none. <laughs> nobody cares nobody India. cares nobody right. cares <laughs> do your job yeah so we um what are we talking about <laughs> uh how how you were just like going off on cream pies at the cyclic rate i so yeah i know i i kind of got yeah, how's that feel that like the entire drinking bros audience their entire perception know, of you i know is just gonna be like this and it's sex so, craze and it's so funny like, even worse than our our viewers i know our viewers kind of I, I feel like kind of get it but there they're gonna be like, who is this sexed up motherfucker? Yeah. Um, so somebody's be like, oh, that's Mr. Sex Man. Yeah, Mr. Sex. <laughs> <laughs> God, these nicknames. Yeah, because everybody has a, a different perception of you. You know, like whether yeah. it's a you know a girl you're with romantically, a friend, mm-hmm. dog, a mailman, somebody standing in line. <laughs> like every person who's ever seen you has a different version of you in their head. That's true. Yeah. So it's just like. 
the only place you truly exist is your own mind mm -hmm. because you can't control anything else. And uh, so that, I think that kind of gives a little credence to like the infinite galaxy or the infinite timelines where, you know, the, for every repercussion, every action, every choice, every decision made or not made, there's an alternate timeline kind of yeah. a la Rick and Morty. Yeah. Well, I was going to say all of the Avengers as well. but <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like the different versions of Earth and Miles Morales and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, but like with uh, with this, like I just really fucking wish we were in the version where our executive producer didn't suck. <laughs> like here I am. Infinite this universes <laughs> and this is the one? This is the one I'm dropped in? You know, and like this isn't the first time an episode's been deleted. This is not even the second time. No. If I had a nickel for every time an episode was deleted, I'd have a lot of nickels. <laughs> God. Because I'm just thinking over the stuff we covered last night, and like we covered a lot. <laughs> yeah, thankfully I uh, I do have some notes. So okay, yeah, um, hit me with it. Well, I I know I I know EP wants to hear the story of his birthday weekend on air. So uh, yeah, yeah, we, we kind of alluded to that. Yeah, we know. we did. We didn't really get into all right. It, so, so before we get to that, mm -hmm. shout out to uh, Cricket Sales, uh, the shotgun shell. Yep, uh, it's a cool little device. You put a a beer in it. And you uh, press a button, and it punctures a perfect hole. So that way, when you want to party and shotgun beers, you know um, it, it keeps you from like uh, fucking up your keys mm -hmm. or like accidentally slicing your hand. Mm -hmm. uh, makes it easier for girls because we all know inherently girls are terrible at shotgunning. I'm also really bad at shotgunning, so yeah. I feel you. Yeah, he shotgunned a beer on the last episode. I did. If you, if you check out that video. And actually, everyone gave me props for being so clean, but the reason I did it so slow and so clean is because I was. Fucking hovering over mics and shit. <laughs> and not only that, because you had the shotgun shell. That's true. You know, That's really you didn't have point. to like, you know, uh, and especially when you have this like three hundred dollar key fob. It, you know, do you really yeah, want to yeah. spray beer all up in that? No, not at all. Yeah, I and... keep I keep my shotgun shell in the back of my toilet, and uh, every time I'm done with PT after work. I come home, and then before I jump in the shower, I shotgun a beer in the shower. And that's a true story. <laughs> you go to my apartment right now, my shotgun shell is on my toilet. <laughs> that's fantastic. Because my life is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it was uh, E.P. Mike's uh, birthday the other weekend. Yeah, it was, yeah. And so um, I was um, otherwise engaged. It was mm -hmm. unfortunate I couldn't be there. But mm -hmm. uh, co-host Mike, he uh, he really came through the solid. I swept in with some superhero shit. Yep. Um. He was no. just like, hey, man, like, um, I'm going down to Fayetteville to cream pie this girl. Oh, my God. And you should come with us. And, right. you but see, to... like, the thing is, though, <laughs> is, like, with the embellished version, it's just, like, if I do say something that's outlandish, because it could be true. It could not be true. That's and I, yeah, and I yeah. give you plausible deniability. And I, I appreciate that. Because yeah. there have been times, not only in the past, but this episode, oh too, where God. I've said something that was true. <laughs> And, but now you get to play it off like, oh, you know, co-host oh, Mike being the victim again. My like, God, I'm not a victim. I've never said I'm a victim. <laughs> I am an embellished version of myself. Yeah, so he drove all the way down to a different state to cream pie this Jesus girl. Christ. And he fucked. Do you want me to tell the story or what? Yeah, please continue. <laughs> and our guests won't know if that's true or not, which is, I mean, it is true, no, but like. Not. All right, whatever. You know, whatever. Whatever. I, I didn't. All right, whatever. <laughs> Any fucking way. It's E.P. Mike's birthday, right? <laughs> And so we tried to make plans with him, but he kept saying, I don't know. You never gave us an answer. So we didn't really know what to do. And so we were just kind of like, you know what? He's got dinner with his parents or whatever. But then, you know, I didn't really have anything to do. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking swing through and I'm going to give him like a hula experience because, you know, being a combat engineer, he misses his army days. He tells me every single day. 
even though I blocked him. I don't know how he still talks to me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like he's singing like a uh, uh, Green Beret cadences. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, were you uh, were, uh, were you a Green Beret or like attached to them? He's like, no, I was an engineer. It's like, what about the engineer cadences? He's like, I've sang them all. I sang all of them. Yeah, and I wrote some myself. You want to hear them? <laughs> you want to proofread them? <laughs> Can I say them on the show? No, <laughs> yeah, well, no, certainly not. not. Definitely not. Anyway, so. I was like, you know what? I'm going to give him a true Hula experience. I'm going to drive him down to the closest army base for Bragg. And I'm going to shout out to all my Instagram followers. Be like, What's the grossest strip club we can find? Like, what's the most army thing we can do for one night? And so they gave us an opinion. I forget which one it was. I'm not going to say the name of it, but <laughs> just because I can't remember it anyway. So we get down there. I get us a pretty nice, you know, swanky little suite for the two of us. And um, so the plan was we're going to go. We're going to drink at the hotel bar pregame. And we're going to Uber to the strip club and just fucking make it rain. Well, I'm going to make it rain. And um, we're going to have a good little birthday for EP Mike. And so first thing we do, we go down and we get these like little drink vouchers. We got four free drinks. Super dope. They had some weird promotional thing going on. And as soon as we sit down, we both get a Jack and Coke. And the guy brings it out to EP Mike and just spills it all over him. <laughs> the very first thing that happened. <laughs> and I was like, I love this night so much. <laughs> like, it's his birthday. And the guy's just like, fucking whoops. Oh, no. <laughs> that was EP Mike's phone. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Of all the alternate timelines. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know what's not embellished about this show? is EP Mike. <laughs> Anything, we take it too easy on him, even though we get yelled at to be nice to him. Which is a load of horseshit. Absolute dog Absolute shit. Absolute fucking horseshit. <laughs> so the drinks get spilled. Drinks got but, spilled. You know, it was you, foreshadowing. You, you improvise, yeah. you adapt, you overcome. That's right. You head out to fucking. We close with and destroy on some whores. Yeah. So we uh, we get to the strip club. See, I knew it. I told y'all. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and so we get to the strip club, and EP Mike, in, in his. Uh, his mission set ways just kind of walks through the bouncer and just through the opening just like i'm going to titties everyone's like everybody calm down wait wait a second it's like when you come into a strip club there's like a little foyer where there they is like a check id yeah, yeah. it's like it's around the corner so you can't see the naked women in case you're underage EP Mike, you just like blew right through EP that? mike has no time for that he just, he, the man wants titties it's his birthday <laughs> and so the bouncer's like all right see a threat or what i'm like no it's his birthday he's like word and because <laughs> so, i was about to power bomb yeah, him. <laughs> right. was he a big guy of course he was he was huge yeah and if, a, uh, if you watch a, the videos like ep mike he's like what like five seven you know about that yeah. and being generous for the the ladies it was his birthday dan yeah, but like most bouncers are like good, like what six one, mm-hmm. six three, if not bigger. This guy was easy six four. Yeah. yeah, so easy six four. He's a bouncer at a military strip club. He's a big dude. Yeah, and so so we get there. And and probably uh, some fucking like water dog or something. You who, know, who like, fucking knows? Steroids for sure. Like no, no, I'm saying like yeah, he probably had like the Pogus MOS. Oh, of course, it always is. Yeah, yeah. well, because they never go to the field and lose weight, so <laughs> they just have time to sit there and lift weights on the base. Well, see, all day. I have thoughts on that though. Okay, Being, do you want me to finish the story? Because I will, I will debate that as well. No, but this is just real quick. Okay. Um. So, being the largest one in the room, uh, also probably the one who spent the most time in the field. Um, True. And just be, just for just by virtue of the fact that it's cheaper to leave us in the field than it is to bring us back and forth, mm-hmm. especially with, you know, a thousand of us or whatever, right. feeding us nothing but MREs, which are like 50% trans fat, yeah. which are very difficult to get rid of. So, you eat like one or two a day, and that's yeah, if you're moving like, constantly. <laughs> yeah, and each of these meals have like 40 to 60. Yeah. I ate nothing but trans fats for 12 years, yeah. and now I wonder why I'm chubby. <laughs> 
but you hold it well. <laughs> you look good. <laughs> yeah, thankfully I have a 50 inch chest and a 40 inch waist, so like go. I still have like the the old lumberjack thing. Mm-hmm. If I ever actually like trimmed my waist down to 32, like I look like a god. You I know, a, like, I took a picture the other day over the laptop, and you fucking look jacked as fuck. <laughs> I've been working on it, you yeah, know, yeah. like um, summer body coming up. Hell yeah! Uh, because we have a um, we're tentatively thinking about possibly doing a cruise with Drinking Bros. And yeah, the, that uh, just that just came across the desk. <laughs> yeah, like uh, literally, Jerry Taylor bent me over the desk and was like, "That's right, yeah," and he was like. <laughs> yeah, he's like, either you get the penis in the butt or you go on the cruise. Right, and I was yeah. like, why not both? Yeah, exactly. We're well, already in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, he tries to blow through the bouncer. Right, okay. You have to save him. <laughs> That's right. The ADD is strong this episode. Yeah, um, yeah so no, we so we get through. We show our creds. We're, we're totally legal. Yeah. Um, so we get there, and uh, I pull out like a billion dollars, whatever I do. And so we're ordering drinks and we're hanging out. And I was like, you know what? I know strip clubs do a thing where they bring people on stage and, you know, they spank them. And yeah, it's my, been a while. Um, I did that on my 18th birthday in a strip club in Indiana. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> I, I still feel ashamed. And um, so I go up to the, the <clears throat> DJ and I don't know if you know DJs at strip clubs, but they are the most egotistical, full of themselves people in the world. They think they are DJ Khaled. They think they are like... They rule the world. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, they think like who they are as a person is a reflection of their voice persona. Right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, because all twelve people in here have to listen to me. Yeah. yeah. You know, and they, like, because yeah. there's naked women around. Like. Yeah. It was super bizarre. Anyway, so I go up to him. I'm like, hey man, you guys do bird things? Yeah. It's like, it was like sixty bucks or whatever. He's like, and then after he's like, all right, sixty bucks. He's like, it'll be a couple songs. Two girls will dance. Blah blah. I was like, cool, 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 and uh, cool, 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 cool. And he's like, uh, if you want, write on this piece of paper. He's like, I like to do like kind of like a roast thing. I'm like, okay, that's kind of funny. And yeah. He's and he's like, just write some stuff down. So I just you know, former combat engineer, you know, the director of media, Pop Smoke Media, you know, executive producer, of Smoke Pit, blah, blah blah. So all the creds. And then like I hand him this paper. He's like, I don't know what any of this is. I'm like, I, I don't give a fuck what you know. Say say the line. Fucking yeah. make the jokes, funny man. Make the cameo thing. Right. You know? it, right. No shit. And. uh so they bring they bring Mike on stage and he's super hype. I've never seen him this happy. He's like kid in a candy store. Yeah, and, yeah. And as soon as he gets on stage, one of the guys on the side throw a couple dollars his way. <laughs> and you remember what you did? <laughs> First thing you did was take a knee and put the dollar in your mouth, <laughs> like what? an absolute savage. A dirty strip club dollar, <laughs> probably was, covered in chlamydia and pink living, eye. He was living his best life with that dirty dollar in his mouth. <laughs> Why in his mouth though? Like you could have put it like. Like in your collar or your, like your waistband or why in the mouth? Well, he he had been drinking and abusing his brain that night. But so. like you just got to the strip club. Well, like, I, I, yeah, but I'm not. <laughs> he done more than drink, so. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, suck some dick. That's right. <laughs> suck some dick for dollars. And so first thing he does is get on stage, put a dollar in his mouth. I'm like, great, this is going swimmingly. <laughs> And so the, uh, the bouncer's like, it's like oh. when like somebody's running and they first take that misstep, you know, <laughs> and like they start to like kind of do like the gallop and like yeah. catch themselves. Like that was the beginning. <laughs> and so the the bouncer's like, okay, buddy, like sit down. The girls are gonna dance on you. And so they're dancing on him. You know, EP Mike, super sexed up guy. He's a ladies' man. We all know this. And the girls dance on him. He's kind of touching. He's not like you know finger blasting or anything. And, uh, and the DJ's like, all right, hands yourself. Mike's like, okay, and kind of sits there. And then he get, starts giving him this roast quote unquote and he's just it's not even roast he's just talking shit it's not funny yeah and he's like he's like all right he was a former combat engineer he's like yeah i was infantry bro you dug holes for us again making it about himself the strip club dj you can go fuck yourself yeah and um and he's like okay it says here he's socially awkward uh-huh, uh-huh i can see that and it's like okay this isn't even a roast you're just reading things and being mean like it's not funny and then he's like all right director of media pop smoke media and he pauses like i've never heard of that 
like, okay, I, this isn't about you. What the fuck is your deal? Yeah. And he's like, he's got a producer in the smoke pit. Yeah, I never heard of that either. And I'm like, okay, this has been well worth the money. You're so good at this. And so then he started, if you might, getting bored, getting horny, getting handsy. No, before we continue, yeah. um, I had had a thought. Mm-hmm. Um, we take up a GoFundMe, mm-hmm. and we go there, and we're like, hey, we want to do, like, a birthday roast or whatever. Okay. And you're like, you know, here's, like, 100 bucks. You have to say everything that's on the paper. Yeah. Otherwise, we fight you. And, you know, him being, like, self-absorbed, he's like, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll take the 100 bucks. Yeah. But it's just roasting him. <laughs> and it's like, you know, like, fucking DJ Swift or whatever bullshit right. name he had. You yeah. know, like, fucking, it's like, yeah, fucking still lives with his parents because his girlfriend kicked him out. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, all shit talking to him. He can't help but one-up his own roast, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, you know, fucking, uh, yeah, his fucking beard doesn't connect. Because he's low testosterone. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Got you good, you fucker. Got you good, you fuck. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I, so I'll just... definitely put some money on that. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, if you might get handsy again, get another warning. Then he's like, all right, enough dancing. It's time to get beat. So they put him on all fours. Wait, wait, so he's getting handsy? Uh, multiple times, Like yeah. grabbing titties and oh, ass yeah. and shit? If you like... might, he doesn't... You cannot tell E.P. Mike what to do. <laughs> the man, if he's... <laughs> he if has he... no manager. Exactly. I cannot, cannot be, be managed. managed. <laughs> so... So he's like, all right, he gets on all fours, puts his head in between his stripper's legs, his, her thighs, rather. And so he proceeds to get hit with a belt, right? First first shot, it's like, ah, I could hear it. It sounds like it hurt. And the DJ's like, all right, girls, uh, you know, do it again. And even everybody in the audience is not, inter- all seven of us are not entertained because it's weird. And um, so he gets hit again. The second time sounds a little louder. And then the DJ suddenly just goes, you know, uh, you think he hit him a little harder there because he said backstage that uh, he thinks strippers are worthless and not real people. Blah, blah. And so he's just embellished, like making lies. It's fucking weird. And so the girl like turns the belt over to like the buckle side and hits Evie Mike like right in the asshole with the buckle. <laughs> 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 Absolutely slapped the shit out of his taint with the buckle of a belt. And so it went from like kind of being funny strip club to like, okay, this is like torture porn now. I don't, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> I mean, I'll finish eventually, but I, I don't want to watch this. Like, how bad was, like, the, the wound? Uh, so, he he said he would show me. He just never got around showing me. But it was pretty bad, wasn't it, Mike? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, like, what, was he able to sit for the rest of the night? <laughs> no, or? so he came back and he was kind of like, I'll stand for a second. Because it was pretty bad. Because even watching it, it was like, holy shit, they beat the fuck out of him. And they hit him with the buckle of the belt in Ooh. his asshole. <laughs> it was disgusting. <laughs> so, yeah, so then um, I proceeded to drop, you know, over $500 to get this kid some lap dances and some drinks all night. 500 Yeah. Wow. If you're friends with me, you will not be bored on your birthday. And I have too much disposable income. Because <laughs> <laughs> he does not buy condoms. I, <laughs> the money I save. <laughs> if only I didn't order DoorDash every single night. Every be single night. rich. Um, but, yeah, man, it was a good time. And then we had, uh, you know, the four-hour drive back in the morning where EP Mike decided to just – ramble on about nothing and i just turned up howard's turn and just drove <laughs> it was a good time yeah i um I, I think i remember it was the night that we were doing like the um, the the planning for the halloween party mm-hmm. and uh ep mike got fucking too drunk like he, he is one to do that yeah yeah like it's too drunk for the situation and i was like all right time to take him home mm-hmm. it's like 1003 <laughs> and yeah we I think we get like 10 minutes into the drive and I send you like a list of like the, the eclectic <laughs> shit that he's talking about. Like uh, it was like uh, when lead was removed from paint. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when they uh, started doing fuel injection and in jets, yeah. it was just like the most eclectic random shit. You know what? It's funny about the way EP Mike talks and like the topics he comes up with. It's like, 
I don't know enough about it to debate it, but you feel like he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> It's yeah. always so random and so unique. I'm like, I don't know enough about this to debate you, but I feel like you're wrong. But I will take the time to Google it. <laughs> I will. I'm not that petty, and I don't care. <laughs> um, so uh, did, was that about all you wanted to wrap on for uh, for, for the weekend? Was there any other? Uh... I don't think so. Because I have my own EP mic story. Oh, go let's go ahead. Yeah, yeah. please. So, um, you know, I was... Uh, I was uh, shooting uh, like little Vine type videos back and forth with a page called Disgruntled Docs, mm-hmm. and uh, you know just about like being a sad boy, you yeah, know yeah. like um, and I yeah, and, and me being um, half Caucasian, half Hispanic, I, I can't say the word, but you know you have uh, sad fella hours. Sure. Okay. You know, okay. where you know between the hours of like uh, one a.m. and three a.m. That's typically where like all the people who are sad and depressed, uh, particularly after a breakup mm-hmm. or whatever, are you know watching sad edits and remixes and <laughs> and all you know, <laughs> just and, lucid dreams on repeat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you know, over like a Simpsons thing, you know, yeah. or oh, something. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know why they hit me so hard. <laughs> Blink one eighty two. Yep. I miss you. Oh my god. Don't waste your time on me. You're, You're already the voice inside my head. Because it's a Y. It is a Y. Yeah. Tom DeLong, shout out. <laughs> I do doubt of his mind, by the way. Did you yeah. know that? Like, yeah, have us on your show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for, I will absolutely talk with Tom. I don't think he has a show, but he, he'll be he like. But the thing is, is like if this gets back to him, he's just like, yes, I do have a show. And like his, you know, like crew or whatever, yeah. like his publicist, like, oh, God, like he's going to go mad if he doesn't walk onto set tomorrow with a full functioning show. That dude's super nailing. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so um, uh, one of the things that it was, was you know, like you said, lucid dreams. And mm-hmm. I had gotten, I'd fucked up my back in Afghanistan, like um, like I mentioned earlier. And so the VA gave me a shit ton of fucking uh, muscle relaxers, you know, some real strong shit. And um, one of the videos that I did was I was pouring all the fucking pills into my mouth uh, while listening to the chorus of lucid dreams. Okay, yeah, that's right. You seen that video, yeah. Yeah, and it was a funny video. You it was know? hilarious, actually. Yeah. And so, like, I did that, and you know, like a bunch of the pills fell in my mouth. Some you know fell over my face, my chest, and I'm pretending to cry. And so I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I gotta, I gotta pull up the, um, the, uh, the song on uh, Spotify to put in my story, you know, mm. and save it. You know, the filter, the caption, all this stuff, you know. And so I'm sitting there and I'm doing all this stuff. I'm doing all this stuff, and then like, you know, like four or five seconds later, maybe a little longer. I uh, wasn't paying attention. I get this really awful taste in my mouth. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, fuck the pills. <laughs> the like, mouthful. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I forgot to spit out this mouthful of pills. Jesus I guess they're, like, quick release or whatever. I'm sure they are. And the lining in your mouth is supposedly thinner than the lining in your stomach. Mm-hmm. And so, um, next thing I knew, I was fucking, I was on Neptune. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, I am fucking high <laughs> out of my mind. Like, I have not been in this fucking high in, like, several, like, probably, like, 20 years. Since you were a little girl, Yeah. Yeah. And, like, since I was a fucking, like, 13, 14, like, first time I ever got high, Jesus, you know, like, a teenager that's a high, in high school. Yeah, yeah. That's a high. It's, like, one of those life-altering things that make you, like, realize <laughs> shit about yourself, you know? <clears throat> and uh, right after I got out of the Marine Corps, I went up to D.C. where weed is legal, and, you know, I had smoked up, and I had smoked too much. Mm-hmm. And I was at my uh, my buddy's house, and, like, I was like, I'm going to die. Like, yeah. this this is it. Like, I'm so high, I'm literally going to die. Yeah. And, like, I kind of made a mess of the, the place that I was staying. And I was like, well, I don't want my friends and family coming in here to have to, like, you know, clean stuff up for me or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, get my belongings and, and all that. So I spent, like, half an hour, like, fielding the shit out of this place. It was immaculate. <laughs> you know, because I'm trying to be, like, considerate, you know. Yeah, of course. Like, because I'm like, all right, I've, I've already accepted my death, you know. And now <laughs> I'm just trying to do my best. Yeah. You know, like, um like a machine gunner or something on a, on a position that's about to be overtaken. He's like, I'm just trying to take out as many as I can before yeah, I go. That's right. <clears throat> and so 
I didn't do that this time. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't try to clean my place. I didn't try to get my finances in order. I didn't try to like take out a life insurance policy. <laughs> write down my password for all my social media. <laughs> and. Uh, none of that. Yeah, nothing. And so it's just like, oh fuck, I'm, I'm gonna die, and like yeah. that's it. There's nothing I can do. You were about literally it. gonna pop smoke from existence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I um, EP Mike was over, and he was like doing editing because it's it's a lot easier to have him there when we're editing. Yeah. Versus like trying to like email back and forth or whatever, because mm-hmm. like I'm I'm kind of particular about shit. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, you know, this millisecond, add this or volume up here. You know, like a professional. Yeah, I, you know? I that I am not. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like a painter, the, they put the detail into it. Yeah. You know, like there's there's a difference between like you know like a Rembrandt or like the very particular brushstrokes and uh, brushstrokes and uh, yeah, as where it goes, Mike is more like Jackson Pollock. Yeah, you I know, just throw shit and see what's. Yeah, he just splatters whores with semen. Jesus Christ! Particularly the insides. <laughs> Any fucking way. And <laughs> <laughs> got you, got you, good fucker. <laughs> yeah, and so he um. He, uh, he's like, uh, he's going to 7-Eleven to, to get like cigarettes or monsters or something, you know? Something and I'm he doesn't like, need. Yeah, something he doesn't need. And I'm like, salvation, you know? Like, this is this is my opportunity. <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, my, my vision is too fucked up and blurred to like even like look at my phone to dial 911. Right. You know? So I'm like, um, you know, if I can just get to him, I can tell him to take me to the hospital. Yeah. And maybe they can do something for me. And so I stumbled to my fucking door, and right as he's about like cresting the um, the the entryway, he's about to leave. He's like, "Hey, man, I'm going to Seven Eleven. You need anything?" And I was like, "A chicken burrito." <laughs> so, with your dying wish, instead of saying medical attention, you say chicken burrito. Yeah, yeah, no, like nothing else. And okay. like, and then he's like, "Okay, cool." And, and he walks out, <laughs> and I'm like, "Damn it!" <laughs> Just aloof as a goose. <laughs> I'm like, "Damn it!" Like that was my chance. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, I I sit there in existential dread, you know. Uh, contemplating the mortal coil <laughs> um, <laughs> until he gets back and then he's just like uh hey man like i got your burrito it's like right over here and so like i stumble out there and again i'm on fucking neptune yeah like i don't know where the fuck i am or what's going on <laughs> like i'm just trying to use like my processing power to put things together i just want to like if i'm overdosing slowly on muscle relaxers the last thing i want to see is ep mike handing me food from 7-eleven <laughs> that's the last thing i see are you kidding me <laughs> yeah it's like you ever play that um like uh batman or spider-man game and it's either scarecrow or fucking uh mysterio mm-hmm. and they have you like all fucking fucked up and high and oh, shit yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's just like this alternate reality that yeah. you're, like that's what it felt like you're just punching random people yeah, yeah like yeah I, I was prepared for this by arkham <laughs> asylum you know and like mission is find the microwave right <laughs> and so i put the fucking burrito in there and i hit two minutes and like i'm sitting there and i am fucking zonked yeah of course you know like i am on fucking a uh, different planet and ep mike is like yeah, yeah yeah so i was watching this video where the uh the, the indigenous population of lizards on the galapagos islands was declining <laughs> after and i was just like i looked at him and i was like dude i am fucking zonked <laughs> and he's like okay and then he fucking spins around and fucking does a little bounce walk off it just left me to my fate you know like just left me and <laughs> And like clearly, I was the fuck out of it. Like, yeah, of course. Like you know, anybody who knows me knows me. I'm very engaged. I'm very yeah. You know, almost too engaged. Yeah, I'm very into it. Yeah, and it makes people uncomfortable because I have does. like super clear eyes. Yeah, and so it's like a fucking near 300 pound wolf. Well, because like, usually when I try to start conversations with you, I don't really want reciprocation. I just want to go, yeah, this, this, and you go, what about it? And I go, oh fuck, wasn't ready for a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I um. I'm I'm sitting there and the the fucking thing goes off. I get the burrito and I take a bite. And it was fucking amazing. Yeah. 
It was like the best burrito I've ever fucking had in my life. And so I stumbled my way back to my room and I fucking lay down and I finished eating this burrito. And I was like, all right, well, you know, life was good. Yeah, yeah. Now, you know, <laughs> now I lay myself down to sleep. <laughs> and, you know, I pray the Lord my soul will keep. For sure, for sure. You know, and it was it was almost like the the last stanza of Thanatopsis. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, like, thou shalt not go like a quarry slave at night, scourged mm. to his dungeon, but sustained and soothed by an unfaltering trust. Approach thy grave like one who lays down on his couch and wraps drapes about him and lays down to pleasant dreams. Word. <laughs> and uh, it took me a second to recall that. I know, yeah, you literally you, like had to inhale very deeply. Yeah, um, yeah, I, and I wasn't reading that off of anything. He wasn't, no. That's, yeah, because yeah. foolishly, I thought that girls would be impressed by things like poetry <laughs> and knowledge. You and, know who's impressed by that? Nobody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, never once has being able to fucking, you know, uh, recite Hamlet's soliloquy gotten me laid. Nope. But however, being like, haha, look at this meme. Like, that's gotten me late plenty of times. <laughs> ski, 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 ski. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like, you know, I, I laid down on my, uh, you know, on, on my bed. I wrapped my drapery around me. And yeah, I laid yeah. down to pleasant dreams, you know, <laughs> where each will take their place in the silent halls of death. Oh my God. And so I fully expected to die. Yeah, for Like, sure. I, I was cool with it. I woke up, and I wasn't dead. Yeah. Massively fucking hungover though. Oh, for sure. Like yeah. I had some like weird like I don't know, like I, it, I don't know if you've never done pills, don't do it. But yeah, like yeah. sometimes like you wake up and like you're altered, you know. Like, yeah, cotton mouth like a motherfucker. Yeah, cotton mouth, yeah. and it's just like it's the same thing with alcohol, you know. It's mm-hmm. a drug. And so I woke up and I had this massive fucking pill hangover, and I was like, never again. Yeah, never. Again. You woke up to my text and you and me were like, "Is this funny?" You're like, "No." <laughs> like, oh, okay, I'm gonna post it. <laughs> yeah. So it was just it was just my experience that like I was just like, oh man, like yeah. I, I'm really in need here. And EP Mike was just like, oh yeah, Galapagos Islands. I'm gonna go finish watching this documentary. The lizard people are yeah. real. And I'm like, help me, you fool. <laughs> He just walked off. Your sad boy burrito tail. I, yeah. I, I still to this day feel like that's a shirt. That I think we should make like three shirts that say sad boy burrito with like your face and like a burrito. <laughs> and then just like hold a contest. And like, yeah, exactly. Because like imagine like how like everything I've been through, right? Like all the that's fucking, what I'm saying. Yeah. you know, all the, uh, you know, the, uh, the fucking children's shelters, mm-hmm. adoptions, the fucking, you know, 9-11, mm-hmm. high school dropping out so I could join the Marines, the deployments, you know, the, the fucking divorce, the fucking... Everything, you know, mm-hmm. everything that I've been through in fucking life. I almost died a bunch in 2016. I had blood clots in my lungs that almost killed me. Mm-hmm. Um, I got meningitis in Iceland. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just, you know, meningitis is not an STD for for the uneducated females out there. It is, but go ahead. No, it's just like super pneumonia kind of. Anyways. Meningitis? Go ahead. Yeah, the, the VA tried to give me a spinal tap, and I'm like, uh, but the blood thinners you put me on will literally paralyze me if you do that. Yeah. And they're like, oh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't read your second chart. Yeah. I'm like, you prescribed me the pills. Yeah. <laughs> but like out of everything that I've been through in my life, I was like, this is how I go. This is how I go. Yeah. It's making a gif of yourself thro- throwing back pills. <laughs> yeah. And like, and I sat there eating my sad boy burrito. That's right. Yeah. And just ready to fucking die. <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, my EP Mike story. I'm definitely making a shirt. <laughs> We're going to hold a contest for sad boy burrito shirts. Yep. But I, at least I look good though. Because right. um, you know, I had to use my combat comb over pomade. Boom, boom, boom. This you is know. how you plug shit. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they um, they are available on Amazon, online, on their website, combatcombover.com. And uh, if you're one of those uh, dudes who like to push the limit with your hair, mm-hmm. uh, you know, try to be belligerent, out of rags, you know, 
you know, definitely get this pomade so you can slick your hair back. Yeah. You know, so that way, as soon as you get off work and you, you know, you could shake your hair loose and have the luxurious mane. Yeah. But, you know, avoid the wrath of chief or first sergeant. <laughs> you can, you can jump to the different S shops and drink with them depending on your hair. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Like the way you slick it over, you're That's either right. a shark or a jet. <laughs> Speaking of, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, something that we had kind of talked about a little bit that I wanted to bring up on the show mm-hmm. was like how different your experience in the military will be, um, just by virtue of the fact that you have people who come from all walks of life and you know all different states and even different territories and countries, you know. And so, like for example, the first time I ever had um, hypnotic, mm-hmm. it's like this like really uh, sweet, clear, uh, not not clear, blue liquor. Yep. And uh, you know, like you. Uh, you know, you can find it in stores and stuff, you know, it's not one of those things that like, you know, you really know it's there unless you're looking for it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like the first time I ever had it, like I was, uh, I was drinking with all the, uh, the, the dark green Marines, you know, like the, I think they were the motor team Marines. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, for sure. Uh, they're like, yeah, dude, like you got to try out like the hypnotic and the Hennessy and the mm-hmm. Cognac. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know? And then the, the you know, they're, they're, um, you know, exposing me to new music. Like, oh, what you know about this artist, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like what, what you know about the you know, the, uh, the, the, the Harlem Renaissance and, and all that, you know? And, you know, and so like, it's, it's awesome because like they, they're excited to share this culture with yeah, you, you absolutely. know? And then like when, you know, when you go and drink with like the, uh, you know, the Latino Marines or Hispanic Marines, the S- you know, Essex, yeah, the Essex, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, uh, you know, if you're with the S1 or the Essex and, yeah. uh, you know, then it's like tequila yeah. <laughs> and then you go and drink the rednecks and it's just like fucking, uh, Jim Bean, you yeah, know, yeah. Maker's Mark yeah, and dip <laughs> fucking, yeah, uh, Garth Brooks yeah, and yeah. fucking all this stuff, and then and then you know you have the fucking like the 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 straight edge white kids, and all they want to do is spice, you know. Like, yeah, it's insanity. Yeah, why would yeah. you ever want to do spice? Yeah, it's fucking. But but you know what I mean, though, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And see, like the crazy thing about that is like, um, there's no cultural appropriation in the Marine Corps. Not at all. Because everyone wants to show you where they came from. Mm-hmm. They want you know like their their music, their food, their culture. Mm-hmm. You know, like they they want to share that with you. Mm-hmm. And so, like, um, like I knew this guy, he was uh, Vietnamese, and uh, he was at a local Asian food mart, and he had, like, met another Vietnamese family, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, hey, well, you know, since you're here and you don't have a family, like, it's really big to them, you know? Like, you can come over and have dinner with us when we do our family dinners. Yeah. And so, um, one, uh, one weekend, he invited me, and, like, they're like, yeah, you got to try this, like, you know, like, no, this kind of Vietnamese food is garbage, so, like, this is authentic, you know, okay. like, this is what makes it real. Like, they call it pho or pho. <laughs> I, I don't know, honestly. And <laughs> I say both. <laughs> Yeah, I just I just smile and nod. That's right. It's delicious, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, especially um, if it's free. <laughs> yeah, hell <laughs> and, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, so like you know they're playing the music, they're giving me the food, and like that was just my experience. Like I have a little bit of knowledge of each culture because I spent long enough in the military mm-hmm. that I um, I got to meet people, and you know like um, you know they're like that 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 quote that you're saying about the old Air Force general. Yeah, that Air Force general. He's like. Uh... There's not a racist problem in the Marine Corps because they treat everybody like they're black. Hey. Like, like, and he was he was a black guy, and it's like, um, yeah, obviously that was kind of a jab a little bit, but there's some truth to that. Like, there really is. Yeah, and you know that I think that speaks more to just the mistreatment of the Marine Corps. That's exactly, but <laughs> mistreatment as a whole, like just yeah. together. But you know, and whether whatever branch it is, like you know, you have, uh, and, and and it's kind of funny because like. Like there, I mean, I remember there were times where it'd be like, you know, four or five of us white guys mm-hmm. and like one black guy and we go out somewhere and, or like, you know, like a black female or whatever. And like we go out somewhere, you know, in some fucking shitty redneck fucking town, right. you know, like it, you get outside of Camp Lejeune and you're like, Hey, let's go to Swansboro or <laughs> wherever the fuck in Wilmington. <laughs> right. Right. You know, and somebody says some racist shit to your friend 
and then it's like you jump them. Yeah, of you course. I mean? Like of nobody course. says racist stuff to our friend but us. <laughs> exactly. Only we can make racist jokes. Yeah. Same thing with EP Mike. Only we can pick on EP Mike. Yeah, and it's almost like the same thing with like your Corman or your RP. You know, mm-hmm. like if some fucking douchebag from First Platoon calls your Corman a, a queer, yeah. you're gonna fuck him up. You know, oh, for sure. Only we can call him a queer. That's you right. Know? Like, yeah. Well, it's funny because like, um, especially being the RP man in the infantry battalion, I was the only one. It's not yeah. like I was a doc. I wasn't a platoon or anything. I was H and S, and then I got branched out to all the uh, the line companies and. uh yeah, being the RP, if you're not a scumbag, it's the best job in the world. Because yeah. you literally, you walk, you can walk between barracks and nobody fucks you. RP, what's up? You know what I mean? Yeah. If they like you, they like you as a battalion. And it was it was the best, yeah. I miss it. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, and, you know, it's just, it's just such like, uh, kind of like the a camaraderie in, in the fact where, you know, like you may not even like know somebody, mm-hmm. but like you see that they're wearing the uniform yep. and like it's it's like almost instantly family. I mean, well, shit. I mean, even our trip to San Antonio, fucking the reason we had such an amazing dinner the other night was because yeah. of a Marine. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to uh, Sutherlay, the uh, the brewmaster from there. He's a former Marine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, uh, he reached out to us. He's like, hey, you're going to be in San Antonio. Come over. I'd like to, you know. Um, yeah, have some beers with you. Amazing meal. It's so fucking the, good. The, you know, the food was God. amazing. The beer was fantastic. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, he just was a Marine. Yeah. You know, and he got out before I even went in. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, just the fact that like, you know, he was a Marine and we were in town. He's like, hey, brother, like come, you know, mm-hmm. come share food and drink with us. Yeah. And now I got to experience more authentic, like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Texas food mm-hmm. because of because of that. And it just it, one of the benefits of the Marine Corps, and I think one of the things that people miss so much about the military when they get out is that broad experience. You know, yeah, yeah. like you're from whatever bumfuck town you're. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, some people, you know, a lot of people come from big cities like Miami, sure, New sure. York, Orlando, wherever. And you know, you do get a, a kind of that big culture experience, but it's not like you can just like walk into like you know, and and any place, and you know, being a white guy or being a black guy or mm-hmm. whatever, and just be like, hey, what's up? And right, then just yeah. be welcomed, you know? Of course. As we're like, if I walk down to the S1, yeah, yeah. they're like, sure, <laughs> you have some hypnotic, you yeah. know, what you know about this boy? <laughs> you know, and it's just like, you know, like I, I go over and I like, uh, you know, see the Jamaicans and they're like, Wagwan, everything crisp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, yeah, let's get some rum, you know? That's like, right, yeah. And, and, it, and like, you miss that, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. again, it's like you you have friends that are in like all these different uh, categories, and you get to experience more than than you would usually. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, and so I just wanted to make that point that you know, like, oh, what are we drinking tonight? And I'm like, well, you know, what ethnicity exactly, are the people yeah. am I hanging with? What, what tonight? hat am I you know? wearing tonight? Yeah, yeah, like what hat? You know, am I am I going to hip hop club? Am I going yeah. to honky tonk? Yeah. Am I going to the fucking salsa night yeah. at mariachis? Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's you know. That's the thing. And, like, I remember um, I'm half Puerto Rican, and one of the Puerto Rican guys, uh, he was a machine gunner, he was attached to our platoon, and he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, what you know about this? And, like, you know, puts an earbud in, and uh, it's bachata music, and I okay. didn't really know much about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have that. And I'm like, well, you know, well, the music sounds nice, but, like, I, I don't know much about it. He's like, yeah, you know how to dance, right? No. <laughs> I do not, yeah. And he's like, I'm going to teach you. Yeah. <laughs> and so we we're at 2005, Syria, near the Syrian border on the Euphrates River. I'm in the turret of a Humvee practicing my bachata steps. Yeah. And you know, like the, the turret is like smaller than a hula hoop, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you have all your gear on. And so I'm sitting there doing like these little micro steps and like one, two, three, <laughs> yeah, bump, yeah. one, two, three, bump. Yeah. And then like I'd kind of stop and you because know, after a while you get tired. Yeah. And then like the radio crackle. Did I fucking tell you to stop? <laughs> and like I look up and he's on the observation point behind the 240 with his binos on me. You know, I'm like, shouldn't you be watching yeah, your sector? I feel, like, I feel like you're not doing your job. Yeah, you should be watching your sector, man. <laughs> Shout out to Pena and... Yeah, so it's uh, 
Yeah, and so he was the one who taught me how to dance. Not yeah. my mom, you know, like right. not my Hispanic family that you know mm. that you know didn't stick around. Like, yeah, he was the one who taught me how to dance. And yeah. now, like, um, going out to like uh, clubs and stuff, you know, I can you know find some like fine ass like uh, white E three female, you know, mm-hmm. and take her to a salsa club and yeah. fucking dance her pants off. I've been you doing know? this my whole life, yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, and just like now that that's a skill that I have, you know, and. You know, being able to identify authentic this or authentic that or, you know, have knowledge of like uh, different, you know, because we talked about this on another show, mm-hmm. like going to like an Asian barbershop versus like a black barbershop, you mm-hmm. know, an African-American one. Yep. And like now when I go in there, like and they're talking about like the greats of boxing or basketball, like right. I, I remember these conversations, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? And I actually have like. I have opinions. Yeah, I have yeah. real opinions. Yeah. I'm like, in my opinion, Joe Frazier was the greatest boxer of all time because he beat Muhammad Ali yeah, in the yeah. first encounter. The only people he lost to were like the greats, you yeah. know, and he has like a fantastic record. And, you know, it's like and if you fight somebody to the death, right? Right. Like, you know, me, you versus like two Japanese guys in a foxhole in World War Two. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter who wins round two or three because you don't survive round one. That's right. So yeah. in my opinion, Joe Frazier mm-hmm. is the greatest boxer of all time because even Muhammad Ali said Joe Frazier is the greatest boxer of all time besides him. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Fair. So I have opinions. <laughs> I got facts. Son. I got facts. <laughs> And I get in on these conversations, <laughs> and I completely attribute that to the smoke pit conversations. Absolutely, as you should, as you should, <laughs> all conversations. <laughs> all right, so uh, we we had more to talk about, but we ran short. Yeah. Um, look forward to the yum yum room story. Yeah. Oh for yeah. Next episode. Yeah. Next episode. That's funny. Yeah, and uh, hopefully we should be back in beautiful uh, Virginia Beach, uh, in our own recording studio. Uh, so we do apologize if um, if this was subpar, mm-hmm. and I swear, I swear, I swear. On fucking Chessy Puller and the spirit of John Basilone. If mm-hmm. this episode gets deleted too, yeah. EP, me, EP Mike is fired. I agree. I agree with that. Like, 100%. I will fucking buy a chinchilla. Yeah. And he will run the computer. Absolutely. Just like adorably clicking up and down the mouse pad. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. I know you're chewing on the wires, but you're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Laura Morty. I'm like, look at him go. Look at him go. <laughs> He's having a good time. <laughs> so, uh, again, big shout out to uh, Crooked Sales with the uh, shotgun shell. Yep. Combat comb over pomade. Absolutely. Big thank you to Grunt Style. Absolutely. Uh, you know, they, they, they did a lot of management changing. And, you know, they uh, they, they want to get back to the mission and the core. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they did, uh, did, did a lot to kind of, like, adjust the course of the company. So it's not the same old Grunt Style that you know. And, uh, big you know, shout out to Black Rifle Coffee, mm-hmm. Drinking Bros., uh, stay um, stay tuned for updates on the cruise out of Galveston, Texas. Yeah, uh, yeah. Me and uh, co-host Mike might be on that. Maybe it's a hard maybe. <laughs> hard maybe. Like um, I kind of said, I would. So I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, well, I, I'm going to either have to commit seppuku or go. So one details of the to come. Details to come. So uh, big shout out to everybody who took care of us here, yeah, Southerly. Um, shout out to fucking Texas, bro. It's yeah. been fun. It's yeah, been I was fun born trip. here in Texas. Yeah. You know? And uh, yeah, so. That's that. That's that. See you next time.